This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to part two of The Woman with my super hot boyfriend. I'm sorry. If that's getting old, I can't help it. I like to make him awkward and tell no, him how no, hot keep, he is keep because it's true. Yeah. What else do you like? <laughs> I will say it's really charming how obsessed with each other you two are. Like it's almost <laughs> nauseating. I'm so I know. sorry. <laughs> I know. I, I like actually worry about that when I'm when I'm posting and stuff. I'm like, oh my God, people are gonna be like, yeah, we get it. You have a boyfriend again yeah. finally. We get it. You're like in love to Yes. Yeah. Bar. Whatever. Barf. Fucking let people be happy, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know. Oh my god. Life is hard. It is true though. It is almost not like you guys are super in love. It's really fucking cute. It's so fucking special, Jack. It is. Okay, so we were kind of talking about this. Jackson, like a different sort of like dating space right now, and it's <laughs> a good and way I'm, to put I'm, it. Ge- I'm getting caught up with these stories. <laughs> this is the first time I've met Jack in person, and I'm living vicariously through this woman. What? What life. am I not providing for you? <laughs> no, it, well, it, you know, like I'm like it, you're like li- I feel like I'm like the little sister yes. that's like going through her like crazy college dating years. I'm loving yes. it. It's exciting. And then I'm sitting here like, no, like I've been where you are. This is what you actually want. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not right at the moment. But yeah, but no, you're totally right. Have fun. Because Michael and I've talked about this. Like if we would have met earlier, we would not have worked. Because I was looking for dirty musicians. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it wouldn't have fit the bill, I guess. No. Well, we are not He's letting this podcast so getting turned better. around onto my dating life because there's too much to talk about there. Yeah, but we have questions. Let's no 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 no. no. <laughs> We're not heading that direction. I'm reeling this shit back in, okay? Okay. So obviously the WOMED community is a wonderful group of a lot of healthcare workers. We have mm-hmm. a lot of nurses, doctors, PAs, NPs, we have everybody. Pharmacists, CNAs, all the things. All yes. And we welcome and love them all. So being a nurse is a part of Danielle's identity. I think once you're a nurse, it's a part of all of our identities, regardless of where we're working, what we're doing. Or how healthy that is. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, yeah. I'm going to have to call my therapist later. She's going to be like, what? Yes, but it is part of our identities in a way. Mm-hmm. We, we get into a, a profession of helping people. We're healers at yeah. heart. We and know this. Michael, obviously, you have had to navigate the healthcare system. When you knew that, when you found out that Danielle was a nurse, I'm sure you knew that ahead of time before going onto the beach. What kind of impressions did you have about that? And how did that evolve to now, to now seeing Danielle going into work and applying for jobs? Yeah, I think that's a great question. I I went to Loyola in Chicago and they have an amazing nursing program. And so a lot of my friends in college became nurses and they always shared a similar trait which was like to be a caregiver. I was going to say codependency. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Yeah. Just kidding. Sleep deprivation, underpaid, uh, overly, you know, worked. But but there's like a there's a calling, you know, to to serve in this kind of capacity. And I mean, I know from our own experience going through like a cancer journey, how like nurses in particular made the hospital and our our whole entire experience like so much easier. And it became almost a second home to us. I was telling Danielle on the way down here, you know, there would be a scenario when, you know, Laura was getting chemotherapy. If her temperature spiked above a hundred, we would immediately have to go to the ER and we would we would get blood tests and, you know, red blood cell count out of whack and be neutropenic and it would automatically be like seven days in a hospital in one year we spent 75 overnights in a hospital get out 75 mm-hmm. it was any any time like something happened it turned into something worse and i will say just as like the caregiver in this scenario i always felt most helpless when we were at home and it got to the point where once we arrived at the hospital, even though no one wants to be there, you started to feel like you were taken care of. Like I started getting comfort from like the sounds of the machines like beeping. I would argue that they need to at least have like better chairs for us to sleep in. <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> it's kind of at least something that reclines. But the nurses were just this comforting presence that you felt like you were a person and not a patient. You know, and I think for people going through cancer, or any sort of chronic issue, they're tired of being a patient. They want to be a person again. You know, they're losing their hair. They're being poked and prodded. They need that human touch. They need the science. They need all of that. But they need to feel like themselves again. And nurses were the ones that made us feel that way. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you've said obviously before that Danielle gets it like you guys get each other's grief. But I now I'm starting to think that I think Danielle is such a great, you guys are such a great match and she's such a good partner because she's been in healthcare for so long. Like she, in a sense, kind of, I think gets what you've been through from the medical standpoint. Yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, everybody's journey is so unique that, you know, it's, I think we learn best from each other just by discussing all of these things. Like there's no way to prepare for you know, you being a nurse to understand what's in my life or vice versa, yeah, per se. But there is a, a sense of empathy and there's a, there's a, a warmth and there's a part, there's compassion uh, that's there that, you know, no matter what's going on in my life, she doesn't necessarily take it as a personal blow to her or, you know, trigger insecurities because she's always looking to understand, you know, regardless of what it is. But nurses are the backbone of healthcare, without a doubt. Um, they're the ones doing so much of the work. I, I don't remember a lot of the doctors even really coming in. They were reading a chart. But like the nurses were the ones that we became most familiar with and part of our family. Obviously, Danielle and I are biased, but we both think that nurses make the best partners and that's <laughs> everything. Yeah. I'm curious, have you seen Danielle go into nurse mode yet? Has anyone been sick or injured or has she put on that hat yet? Because it happens in real life. 
It will happen. Yes. If it hasn't you, happened yet, it will. You are sick for Christmas, but. Yeah. Yeah. Not I, like full on nurse mode. Yeah. I think um, she's always looking to like, you know, do these little things to make it, you know, easier. And it's the little things that that matter. Um, I just got over, you know, the flu and I'm such a baby when I get sick. It's. I mean, typical <laughs> male. Not to stereotype, but literally it's such, such a, a man thing. I, I think we're bordering on that that's a known fact. That, it's, it's, it's not even like, stereotype. It's just fact. Yeah, it's yeah. fact at this point. Men cannot be sick. Um, but she does, I don't know, just very nurturing. Like you're always a little bit ahead of schedule, which I, which I appreciate. So with what you're comfortable with, obviously you mentioned that you have had to navigate the healthcare system with Laura. Can you fill us in a little bit on what that experience was like outside of just with the nurses and having to deal with the healthcare system, insurance companies, pharmaceuticals. Yeah. You once, I don't think a lot of people, I mean, unfortunately, it's not until you have a loved one go through some chronic illness or ha get hospitalized that people start to realize how messed up the system is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, prior to starting a few of my, my own ventures that I'm currently working at, I mean, I was in the medical space for 10 years. It was during that time that I got to see how fractured and how messed up everything was. I think there's a lot of times where people want to simplify it and they want to say this one thing is the problem and they want to villainize something in the chain. But it's really everything. It's insurance. It's insurance companies. It can be the high cost of, of drugs. It can be how difficult it is to get uh, medications through the FDA when they've been in Europe for five years before, and that's elevating the cost. You've got everybody in the middle, the distribution companies and, and retail, you have ho hospital systems that are setting these metrics where patients and people are now numbers, and it's putting that burden on the healthcare uh, workers across mm -hmm. the board that they have to turn and burn. Everybody's reacting to something that they're being forced to do. And it's all just very interconnected. And our own experience was, you know, we had our insurance uh, through like Laura's employer. And, you know, when she got cancer, she was dropped from insurance. And we had to, we had to go on. That is on like. We yeah. we had to go on to uh, unthinkable, like, honestly. Co Cobra, and then that expired. Which is expensive as fuck. Expen by the way, but once once like our Cobra was like done, like a lot of the treatments we were getting was twenty five thousand dollars out of pocket. Oh my god, per <sighs> week. Mm -hmm. And the healthcare facility we were going to, you had to prepay for the week before. Oh so this is a situation where. You know, we both, Laura and I, jobs, like, insured, everything. Like, I don't know how other people are allowed or can even remotely afford this. But people should not have to be fighting for their life, getting sick, and going broke at the, at same, the same time. time. Like, it should never even happen. And I would even argue that the employer-based healthcare or insurance model, the employer-based insurance model is one of the worst models you could ever possibly have. People stay at jobs that they 
don't belong in just to receive health care. It also, some of the larger companies who can negotiate better insurance plans, that makes it really difficult for small businesses to attract talent. About 30% of anyone's salary goes to paying for their health care. Why are we not giving full access to healthcare across the board if this is the best country like a lot of people claim it is? Healthcare is just a basic human right. Education and healthcare. You can also buy that t-shirt at right healers. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. healthcare Love. is a human. Wow. I mean, we cannot echo that enough. I mean, right. Danielle and I speak at length about this. It's just, it's, it's wonderful to be able to kind of hear your perspective. Um, you know, it's not a wonderful situation, but it's, I love how educated you are on the topic. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> See, this is what this is what's fun for me as like a healthcare professional being able to like talk to someone who's more business minded and can look at this from not like, I mean, like, I'm definitely more emotional about this, but it's been great having these discussions with Michael because he's like, no, like, you've got to like formulate like a like a business argument always about these things. Um, and and the, the main reason for that is everybody thinks they're in the moral right. Mm -hmm. And you and you can't argue anything from a morality perspective. It's not I mean, healthcare being available to everybody. That's right. Like, I don't care what you say. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, there's what I don't understand what, the, up, but what that's is not, the discussion here. That's yeah. not what's going to move the needle. Mm -hmm. The business case for making healthcare is money. Is money. And there is a and there is a business case for pro business and and um privately held companies, uh, publicly traded companies, everybody, uh, to move over to this model. But all of these different pieces uh down the line, they're gonna have to give. And you can't change one without the other. And they're holding on to this antiquated employer-based system that I think was created, you know, during like, what was it? Maybe Eisenhower? Yeah. Something like that? Mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah. Michael and I get on these tangents um, and I, I just love that we can just talk about everything we've been in the car we've been in the car for a bit <laughs> welcome and like, to your road trip yeah right. in the last 48 in. hours but, we've been in the car for what 22 of them a, a lot but also you know we can, we don't necessarily have the time when i'm home with you in ohio because like james is oh yeah like yeah like you can't we can't talk you're about not having healthcare. deep conversations <laughs> right. about the inadequacies of our healthcare <laughs> right. system right. Right. With, yeah. with a hey james sit down for a second <laughs> eat your chicken fingers and it's not that highbrow and right. existential right but we were getting to this conversation on the way down to chicago yesterday and it's like and you brought up this the topic of there's no art in medicine anymore because right. everything is dictated by insurance companies and what tests that insurance companies say that you can run, what um, treatment modalities you can prescribe because insurance companies will cover them. But I'm sorry, like, where are the doctors? I mean, like, I know they have, like, doctors and insurance companies, you know, like to, or medical people to kind of, like, review some stuff. But it's like, it, medicine is advancing far beyond what insurance companies will pay for. Yeah. 
and the treatments that like you need to diagnose, like people could be diagnosed so much quicker if physicians were allowed to practice. Right. You're so you're so right. And literally every aspect of our life is is ruled on efficiency and mm-hmm. somehow medicine is in in treating patients in the hospital is one of the least efficient mm-hmm. ways you mm-hmm. can do it. You know, you have to fail on a first line tier one kind of drug. Then you have to do a step edit and a prior authorization when the doctor knows right off the bat that option number three should be option number one. Mm-hmm. What are the what are the costs to the healthcare systems there? Why screw costs sometimes? What's best for the patient? Yeah. You know, and why aren't we being why don't we have this uh, system in place where people can be more proactive and incentivized to be ahead and taking care of themselves and not just responding to, you know, disease states when they're too far along to reverse. Danny, I love what you said about medicine is progressing faster than what the insurance companies can, what we can bill the insurance companies for. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of a lot of our past episodes, like with Dr. Danielle Bellardo and Mm -hmm. Dr. Blair Peters, who are literally out there providing cutting edge research, technology, surgeries for with Dr. Bellardo for cardiovascular disease and obesity. Mm-hmm. And then with Dr. Peters for gender affirming surgery and yeah. neurorevascularization. And, and then you think like these these physicians are just unbelievably talented and mm-hmm. brilliant. And what are what is the point if we can't offer it to everyone it's just it's disgusting it's broken and it's frustrating for the physicians too yeah i think that's the thing actually michael that people don't understand like people want to i think sometimes blame the physicians or blame the doctors blame the whatever it's like you don't their hands are tied yeah and everybody again is responding to their environment that's been created for them yeah well we could sit here and bitch about health insurance and our fucked up system all day (laughs) (laughs) But I also wanted to have like a really proud girlfriend moment because this is also it's just so cool to me. And I mean, Michael and I talk about this all the time. People label us as these like grieving widows or something like that. And they forget that there's so many different aspects and layers to us. And my boyfriend's a fucking inventor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Who has a patent. Yes. Um, we have not, well, we, you have not started like the clinical trials and stuff like that. Obviously, we know there's different claims and stuff that we can't, we, you, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you guys are a we, me. that's really sweet. You guys yes. are a team. Everything is we, honey. It's we. I won't, I can't take, I mean, like, this is something that you've worked on, became like a passion project with Laura. And it has been just so incredible to, not only like watch your passion for this, but to like see it start coming to fruition, seeing so many people interested in this patent. And I'm just putting it out there that I'm like manifesting all the good that will come uh-huh. from this to help ease chemo treatments and like cancer treatments and, and things like that. So. Yeah, thank you. And like a little, I guess, backstory on that is you know, when Laura was going through chemotherapy, there's a major side effect called hand-foot syndrome. It happens in a lot of patients. Um, there's like five medications that 
cause it a lot. And it's, you know, adromycin, cytoxin, doxorubicin, paclitaxel, capecitabine. And Laura got it very bad. And this was at a point when, uh, you know, James was, you know, eight months old. She couldn't hold him. Like her iPhone wouldn't even recognize her fingerprint because her skin was burning off. And, you know, we went, we were getting treatment at the Cleveland Clinic and it was either cancer or side effects. And we went to the medical director there and it's like, this is really bad. And he's like, sorry, there's nothing we can do. And so we started investigating, you know, a topical therapeutic that would offset this particular side effect to allow people to finish their dose and all of that. And in 2019, you know, I submitted uh, a patent. And I think it's important to know, too, this came out of necessity. This was never meant to be a, a, a business at all. Uh, what we created was working well for Laura, and she took her cancer journey very public. And people started asking, and we, I had a little lab I built down in our basement, and I set up a account. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Wow, Michael. <laughs> it's oh like, God. it's such a legacy and testament to her tenacity. Yeah. In in wanting to continue to help other people. Yeah. And I just yeah, I I think the legacy of it is there's there's one beautiful. there's one thing that you can't unsee the things that you're exposed to during like a, a journey like this. Like you remember the people, the places, like the broken things, the good things, all of it. And this felt like one area where we may be able to to help. And so, you know, we had it on like 50 patients. I was running like a little clinical trial and we had it on patients that had like HFS, but also some with radiation neuropathy, which, you know, I don't even know how the neuropathy was helping, but people were reporting very good quality of life metrics and improvement in pain score. And it's important to note too, that we're uh, beginning clinical trials. So none of this is clinically proven um, whatsoever. Uh, but looking to start clinical trials at uh, a couple very nice universities. <laughs> very prestigious. And healthcare, yeah, yeah, very prestigious universities come May of next year. Get out. Yes, yeah, yeah. so this would be it's huge. It'd be fantastic. an entire fucking patent. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> which was which was wild. And yeah. um, we got to connect him with Jordan mm-hmm. because I yep. mean, just like 100%. Jordan is such a she's a clinical research nurse and so like she helps like start like writing like all these patents and stuff she's a badass we actually need to get her on the pad we love you jordan yeah shout out to uh, her <laughs> can't wait to meet you yeah but but it's amazing that it finally came to fruition because it's you know submitted in 2019 and i just received it you know a few months ago and it's like this is what that hard work was about and the truth is is like She's got a hand in this. Laura has a major yeah. hand in this. Yeah. And like right now I can make it for next to nothing. And so it's all been self-funded. I haven't taken on any debt whatsoever. I want to make sure that if this does prove to be what I think it could be, that I'm not a part of the problem. I don't become what we discussed earlier, which is the too much fat in the system. And I want to be able to make sure that it's accessible to people. Michael, I am. I just feel so honored that we well, one, that my best friend is dating you. But two, <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I got 
had such a good one. Oh, but I just feel so honored to hear just so many other aspects of your story, what you've been through, and how you continue to build into towards the light through yeah. so much that you've been through. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, like, it's just it's so it's so special. I am so grateful that I can finally see now why Danielle is so fucking obsessed with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ex- obsessed with her too. And I, I am. I'm just I'm so grateful that we had this time to to kind of share with our listeners and whoever else is listening that you know, like we've said through these two parts of these these episodes here. I think people want to put labels on the both of you so quickly on like, well, you're this and you're this and put you in a box of this is the widower, this is the dad, this is the new girlfriend, you know, whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm just so happy that we had the chance to go into depth about so many other things that you're doing in your life. Yeah. Well, I I mean, people can throw labels. They have to realize that none of them stick to us. Like we know we know exactly uh, who we are as as people. And we're just going to continue going down our path. But do you know each other as people? We're about to find out. All right, let's go. So I wanted to end our lovely (laughs) two-part series with a little rapid fire. Danielle and I love to do a little rapid fire at the end of some of our episodes. So I wanted to do a little rapid fire of a this or that. Okay. Am I guessing her preference? I'm going to know that. That's you know what we're gonna save that for the newlyweds game. Okay, I'm putting out there for you too. Sorry, <laughs> had to. So we're gonna save the newlyweds game for later. But I want to hear your preference, this or that. Okay. And I want you to just say what you prefer. Okay. But you're Got both it. gonna answer at the same time. I want to see like what our similarities are and what our differences are. Okay. And if we can find any like medium ground on, okay. on, on these following categories. Oh boy. All Let's right. Go. Okay. So we're going to try out the first one. I'm going to say this or that. I'm going to like count to three with my fingers so I don't annoy everybody. And then okay. count to three, you guys are going to say what, what you prefer. Got it. Okay. Ready? Got it. Okay. First one. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Tea. I knew that one. But I know he wants coffee. Hell yeah, coffee. Yeah. I will but never understand how Danielle espresso. was a, a night, uh, Nikki, night shift nurse and doesn't drink coffee. No. Like I'll never understand. Espresso in particular. Okay. But also he ordered me a matcha latte before I even got up this morning. <gasps> With coconut milk? Yeah. Oh, no. I know coconut milk. Yeah. They didn't have it. <laughs> Did you preface that, Danielle? They didn't have coconut milk. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Wow. You are teaching him. I like it. Mm-hmm. Oh, he just listens. Okay. <laughs> Next question. Good boy. <laughs> morning bird or night owl? Night morning owl. bird. Uh-huh. Okay. I, I yeah. think that, you know what? I think that that's like the secret to like a good relationship though. Because then you have like some time in the morning. and <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Except I'm always on a midnight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in the morning. <laughs> Bagel or donut? Bagel. Donut. Ooh. Okay. We'll have to get the mixed box. That's fine. I like sweets. You know this. He knows this. Mm-hmm. I'm a sugar fiend. You are. Yeah. All right, this is a really hard one. I don't even know which one I would answer. Pizza or tacos? Tacos. Tacos. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we can order out. We do out. have something in common. Yeah, oh, oh my God, we can stay together, This babe. whole relationship can be <laughs> built around the taco. 
I hope you've got some good taco places in Cleveland. Uh, like, oh. uh, yeah, I know. No, we can make tacos. Okay. There, there aren't oh, any. <laughs> yeah. No, he's a really good cook. Real good cook. So are you, Danielle. Yeah, she's Don't fire. sell yourself short. She's fire. As long as it's just not too picky, then Danielle can. Right. Danielle's fine. Pet peeves. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get into the pet peeves at the oh, end. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't Here worry. We go. Okay. Night in or night out? Ooh. What the? One, two, three. Answer. Night out. Let out. <laughs> okay, I'll let you mainly each be, explain. Ma- explain. Mainly we be- both said night out. Night out. Which is, sh- whoa. I love a good dinner. Here's the thing. I'm saying night out because it happens less frequently. Okay. Yes. Fair. Night yeah. night ends are, they're great. Yeah. But like, I got to organize everything in order to get a night out. Yeah. We had to spend so much time locked in away from the world and it's like it's just really nice to go out and have dinner and you know maybe and show your hot girlfriend right oh yeah absolutely she's gonna look so good tonight i know i can't <laughs> wait i can't wait to <laughs> see oh it too my God. i'll like to make his jaw drop mm. <laughs> all right you lovebirds next question beach or mountains mountains danielle I- you're I like both. You can't answer both. Fine. Mountain on a lake. Oh, yeah. I think we've 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 had that discussion. You and I like Tahoe. Yeah. Like Tahoe. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Next. Picnic or barbecue? Picnic. Picnic. Okay. Cute. All right. Next date. Picnic with tacos. I see it in your future. (laughs) On a mountain. Okay. I'm curious to hear how Danielle answers this one. (laughs) Organized or messy? Organized. Messy. Prefer organized. Just when you but travel, a mess. you're a mess. Just when you're around me. No, I'm <laughs> I'm a I'm a mess, but I prefer organization. You do. You prefer organized. Everyone yeah. prefers organization. Yes, but yeah. messy baseline. people crave it. Yeah. <laughs> I crave organization, but I can't be organized. Yeah. Yeah, We're I, trying, I prefer flying than driving, but we drove here. Yeah. <laughs> like, you say I love driving. Mm-hmm. Driving's great. Everybody loves a road trip until after like four and a half yeah. hours. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you're like, you know what? The yeah. flight's looking real good Real right good about right now. about now. Yeah. All right, next one. TV or movie? Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you saying, are you like, saying like, go out television to a movie? series? Yeah, TV series or movie? Uh, series. Ooh, TV series. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. See, what, are you, what, what are you listening to oh now? Oh, my God. Now? I... I like what have I not watched? I like literally have run out of shows. <laughs> I got one for you. Okay, what? Mosquito Coast. Ooh. On Apple TV. On Apple TV. Okay. It is awesome. The latest show I watched was 1889 on Netflix. Oh, who oh, was like that? Oh, Yellowstone. It, no, that's like another no, one. But like I watched a, all that too. Are we caught up on like Yellowstone? It's a shipwreck thing. Yellowstone, not super. I'm on. With I'm season. on season two. I haven't started this okay. season. I'm on season two. So season five is kind of a meh. All right, next question: Cook or order in? Cook. cook. Oh, I love this. Okay, so you guys got like the big ones together, mm-hmm. I think. All right. We can't be like totally the same. No, you so got to have boring. some differences. Yeah. Always late or always early? I'm always late. Always I really... early. Yeah. Oh, always I know. So early. this is going to be a topic of hardship in I the know. future, I it think. Will be, it, it will has be. Has it been yet? Has there been a situation yet? No, but I can tell that She's in less of a rush when she should be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it, Michael? And, 
thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It stresses me I the have fuck a out. massive like anxiety of being late to anything. Well, I'm feeling that right now because we have to go get our makeup done in 18 minutes. Yeah. I have a okay. Two more, and then I want to end with two more questions. So okay. really, really quick. But quick question. Quick, 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 okay. quick. All right. Wine or whiskey? Whiskey. Wine. Yeah, I know. Danielle. Mm-hmm. It's Danielle's a he's wine or scotch. Okay. Fair enough. And mm-hmm. you're whiskey or tequila? <laughs> no, whiskey or like UV a or Coca-Cola. Lambrusco. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah. Okay. One more. Introvert or extrovert? Introverted extrovert. extrovert. Yeah. You're, I, I think you're a little, yeah, I can see yeah, that. Yeah, I recharge around people, but like I really like my alone time. Okay. okay. I did. I do too, but I'm yeah. I'm pretty big extrovert. You're, you're very much more extroverted than okay. I am. Yeah. Now, I want you to each name a, your most annoying pet peeve about the other. <laughs> Go first. <gasps> I know Jack's about me is that <laughs> I get really hangry. And like, I really try to not Jax. make it a big deal, but like, it makes Jack so angry. It really does. And I like, and I can't help it. And then that makes me feel terrible. But <laughs> when you, have you, when you hear the word hangry, you think it's like cute, like, oh, I'm so hungry. It's like, no, I'm Danielle just quiet. I still turns agree with into you, Jack. a different person. I'm just, yeah. I'm just quiet and laser focused no. on food. I, I have to you bring get a little like, testy. I have to bring like yeah, road but that's snacks. Because, that's like because backups, I'm laser focused. Just in case. You know, I have all the road snacks. Okay. Oh, uh, biggest pet peeve about Michael. Um, Michael still has to answer. Oh my though. god, you just gave it away. So no, Michael I still know. Has to answer, yeah. I know, babe. Whenever you're like cooking, and like it's like especially with oh, meat, especially with meat, like you wipe your hands on the cloth towel, <laughs> <laughs> and like, ew, and like, I'm gonna be fuck- shut. I'm gonna be shut down. <laughs> No one's gonna even ever eat my food again. No, you they're monster. Just, they're just not gonna use the towels. The towels be still like spreading diseases. Like, You're spreading all sorts of shit. I know, I know. I didn't even realize I was doing that for the longest time. But yeah, so, you do it. So that's I think I can that's something I can't fix. Danielle, do you, you have can. like a weird just thing about rinse meat too? I feel like do you have like a weird thing about raw meat or no like cooked meat? No. Okay, maybe uh-uh. I'm thinking of something else. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking about one of the dates I've been on with one of the random guys. I'm getting all confused. <laughs> yeah. Well, back to that. Okay. So that is so, something fixable. Yes, we I'm can fix spreading that. diseases. But we can fix that. Mm, we, can, we can. Yeah. Okay. You just got to like mm. do the little little finger rinse. There, there's, like, tons, there's tons yeah. of solutions. Here. There's so, so many solutions. Yeah. I'm My not worried biggest about pet peeve, it. we've already said, is being hangry. You can't steal mine. So what is your pet peeve about Danielle? Um, I would say she is an incredibly picky eater. Like has the palate of a toddler. It is better than James. It's better than my son's, but is it's, it? It, it is. is. Is it but close though? It, no. James's is really bad. I'm working on it, but yeah, like <laughs> she'll go. We'll go to a restaurant. She'll order a salad. Literally take everything off the salad and then because build I don't want to ask them to like. Well, and I, and I do, but no, I am I am a very picky eater, and I've tried. Like I'm I'm not as, literally as bad as I used to be. But like, I've literally I, I found out it's it's because I'm a super taster. What is what is that? making up labels? No, not someone someone sent this to me. No, oh, like, that is must bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm a it's super true, taster. Though, that you're trying to... I'm just more sensitive to like textures. It's not and a weakness; stuff. it's a strength of yours. No, I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> it's about oh, it's it's about the texture. Okay, it's it's a texture thing. Got it. Yeah. Okay. 
Hmm. Yeah. I like the flavors. Well, the thing is, I love seafood. Like I could. Oh yeah. That's all I could eat, and Mm -hmm. she barely touches it. Yeah. And so, like every time we're cooking, it's either like a, a salad or it's like heavy meat and cheese. Or you can have meat and cheese and a salad. I, I know, but or that's, that's usually what we're cooking. That like so limits me because I like almost... you can make like a white. Fi- we can do some sea bass, some scallops. Like I just like shrimp well, and you lobster. You guys can and stuff like sit that. on the car ride. I don't know if you even have a car ride. I hope you don't have another car ride ahead of you. But <laughs> I don't want to end on a mean note. So real quick, your favorite quality <laughs> about the other. Mm-hmm. Oh. The safety and support that this man provides me to completely be myself is, it's, I, I cherish it so much. I would say it's her boobs. She's got great, she's got great <laughs> set, folks. Dynamite. Um, I, I, I would say her it, it it's it's not it's not like I don't want to cop out, but it's not one thing. It's like a complete package thing. It's um she doesn't she doesn't overly do one thing or the other. It's just all kind of cohesive. She's would you say I'm a jack of all trades? Ooh, <laughs> damn it, Michael! That was such a good answer. Yeah, damn right. it! <laughs> that was really it's really cute. Oh, thanks. No, he's so wonderful. No, but but I but I mean it. You're very like compassionate. You're one of the smartest people I know and you know you like beautiful and like all all of these things and given the day I like one of those traits more than the others <laughs> we, <laughs> you can, know? we can deal with or the, I need to tap into it we you can know? deal with the picky eating because you you got everything else so. yeah yeah we'll let that slide <laughs> well this has been an absolute blast this thanks for so having fun. me we got to do this again <laughs> Michael you are always invited on the wall yeah now. yeah Jack and I need to go and get our makeup done because we're about to be so hot and sparkly. It's going down New Year's Eve. Yeah, Instagram's going to really be annoyed with us this weekend. So, (laughs) but again, this was so special, so special to sit down in person with my best friend met my other best friend. Absolutely, Mm, good times, good times. If you haven't had a chance, definitely listen to part one of this series. This was the part two. We will catch you next week. You know our episodes come out every Friday now. We are so appreciative that you joined us all through 2022 into 2023 and this new season six that we have. There's season six. Wow. I know. We're just keeping it coming in hot. Jack hasn't left me yet. (laughs) She might after tonight. We'll see if we have any hangry episodes this weekend. (laughs) But as always, thank you for tuning in every week with us. Every rate, review, share, like means the absolute world to us. We love you so much. On that note, Walmed out. out. (laughs) Oh, he tried to cut me off. (laughs) 